everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Tiff Talks, where I read the newspaper so you don't have to. So this week we're going to talk about three main, sorry, not three, four main topics. We're going to talk about business, COVID, world news, then U.S. news. And believe me, so much has happened this week. So, without further ado, let's get right into it. Yay! Alright, so let's get into what's happening in the business world. So, as you guys may have heard the news going around about GameStop. And what's going on with GameStop and their stock. So, what GameStop is, is a retail store where you can buy gaming devices such as PS5s, Xboxes, Nintendo Switches, Wii's, things like that. And you can also buy the accompanying games. This is essentially what the store is. So what's happened in the pandemic so far is that, you know, obviously sales have severely decreased um, for these retail stores since people are turning more to online gaming and purchasing games through Amazon or Apple Arcade. And the store is essentially losing much of its business. So what happened is that these hedge funds got together and they placed bets, right? They hedged that GameStop, the stock, is going to have just a lower value in the coming days, right? So people who own these stocks, right, they, they, the hedge funds chose to purchase these stocks and say, okay, I'm going to borrow the stock from you and I will pay you, you know, this price, which they deem what they're trying to bet on is it's going to be low. So they're saying, okay, I will buy the stock from you for $3. And then essentially if it ever goes up, like they would pay them back. So that's what's happened. So this Reddit thread called Wall Street Bets got wind of this and decided, you know, just to have everyone on this feed to start buying up GameStop stocks. And people would take their own money and purchase these stocks. So these hedge funds that originally bet that these stocks would be worth three, you know, four dollars, let's say, had had been driven up to the price of like ten dollars, twenty dollars, all the way up to a hundred dollars. Then most recently the the GameStop stock hit a high of $450. So in this instance, right, these hedge funds who borrowed the stock, they have to pay these people back this stock from when they first bought it at, let's say, $3, where it's now worth, let's say, $450. They have to make up this difference. So these hedge funds such as, for example, Melvin Capital Group and Citron Research, they had to take out emergency funds and lost billions of dollars trying to pay these stocks back. Um, And some, some of these people who were on this Reddit thread and put money into this GameStop stock actually cashed out and earned tons of money. So that's what happened in the stock market world this week. This is such a huge topic because these billionaire investors were pissed. They were pissed that they lost billions of dollars. So what happened is that since 
all these investors started flocking to purchase GameStop stocks, whether they were told from this Reddit thread or it flowed into Discord, flowed into Twitter, Facebook. It was actually trending on Twitter um, for a few days. Even Elon Musk got in and wrote GameStop and did a little rocket sign. Um, this caused the stock to rise. So these trading platforms such as Robinhood, TD Ameritrade, decided to step in and put limits. Essentially, they stopped people from being able to purchase or sell their GameStop stock. And what they're claiming is that this is market manipulation. Robinhood and TD Ameritrade, for example. Webull did it as well. And it was really angered a lot of people. Um, there, there was definitely no insider trading involved. These were just a group of people who decided to get together, take their own money, and put it into a company that hedge funds decided to bet against. So there's this huge debate going on about, you know, the efficacy, the, you know, the, the effects of this, right? The effects of social media, how it is such a powerful tool that has gotten people together and just essentially created change in this one stock. And later on, this trickled over into AMC stocks, Nokia stocks, and BlackBerry stocks. Um, and, you know, Robinhood specifically had put limits on how many of these stocks you can purchase, which angered a lot of investors. So we're going to see the fallout of this in the coming days. Um, what's interesting to know is that um, Joe Biden was questioned on, you know, whether he would take a stance on this. And he artfully dodged this question um, in terms of his treasury pick, his um, treasury department pick, who is Janet Yellen. Her economic stance is more towards, you know, people for the people so it'd be interesting to see if they actually come in and try to regulate this so we'll see what happens in the coming days so moving on um china has become number one in foreign direct investment um beating out the u.s the u.s has typically been number one for the past few years but china has recently beat out the u.s specifically in this pandemic as well. So what is foreign direct investment? I, you know, I even had to Google that. So what it is, is just investment of foreign companies. They're taking their money, they're, they're building new factories or expanding operations in a country, or they're expanding their acquisitions of local companies in these countries. So for example, in China, um, firms like Walmart, Tesla, Walt Disney, Starbucks, just to name a few, are investing in plants, in factories um, in China. Um, this is interesting because the Trump administration had really strict relations on China and wanted to bring business back to the United States. Um, so we will see how this plays out in the coming days as Biden also has a more America first economic approach as well. Lastly, Apple, you know, Apple, the iPhone, I got an iPhone, I got the iPad, 
where I'm a very Apple person, as is a lot of people. As you can see, <laughs> um, Apple reported a $111.4 billion in quarterly sales. This is crazy because they last reported their quarter breaking sales of $100 billion. So this is an increase of $10 billion. Um, this was driven up by, you know, the new iPhone 12. Um, how everyone's currently staying home because of the pandemic. So people are buying more laptops, tablets, you know, things like that for their, for themselves, for their kids, you know, um, that has helped driven up these sales. All right, moving straight on to topic number two. We're going to talk about COVID, COVID-19, the pandemic that we are all currently living through. So there were, there are new variants of COVID that have been found originating from the UK, which has been, you know, around for a few months now. And now there are new strains that came out from South Africa and Brazil. These two, specifically the South African variant has been known, you know, the research has shown that it is more contagious and a little more deadly. So it's a little worrying um moderna is currently developing a booster shot to combat this strain um pfizer has done some research on the strain and claims that um the vaccine that they have created is effective against this particular strain of covid but again not enough research has been conducted to show with cold hard data that this is true um, Biden, our president, has decided to restrict travel um, from South Africa in an effort to combat this strain from coming into the U.S., but two cases of this South African variant has been discovered in Colorado, and these two people have no relation to each other, um, have not traveled out of the country recently, so kind of an indicator that that strain is already in the United States. Just talking on Biden, he has decided to, he promises to have, will be, he will be purchasing enough vaccines for the entire U.S. population to get. Um, he plans to have everyone vaccinated by the summertime, which is a very aggressive plan. Um, hopefully that can happen <laughs> so we can go back to our or some resemblance of our normal lives. Um, in other news, a new vaccine has been has been properly created. So, Novavax is a company that's based in Maryland. They just finished their phase three trials in, in the United Kingdom, and um, their vaccine shows to be eighty nine percent effective in combating and preventing COVID-19. Um, so this vaccine is a little more traditional in the sense of vaccines where they do put a dead virus into your body and then it will trigger an immune response. So this is different from the, um, the new Pfizer slash Moderna mRNA kind of vaccine. Um, so they're planning on moving this vaccine in the UK um, Boris Johnson is going to 
you know, check this data out and then see if he can get this approved and distributed in the United Kingdom. And um, Novavax plans on, you know, presenting its data in the United States um, and getting this vaccine out as well here in the United States. And lastly, Israel, it's worth very worth mentioning, is that they have one of the world's most aggressive vaccination programs. Um, they're trying, currently trying to vaccinate the whole population, and um, it's kind of a, you know, like looking glass into the future as to what normal, quote-unquote, would look like. And people there are saying that, you know, things are not normal, um, even though people have been vaccinated. So it'll be interesting to see in the coming months slash year to see how we will be able to move on from this pandemic. Alrighty, moving on to topic number three, world news. So much has gone on. So there's this opposition leader. His name is Alexei Navalny um, in Russia, who was planning on running against Putin. Um, He was actually poisoned and um, survived that. But this then after that, he was poisoned, taken off a plane and Putin put him in prison, claiming that he's committing treasonous acts against the country. Um, He's been Alexei has become quite popular in Russia and this sparked large protests against Putin's move to put him in prison. Putin has also probed a lot of the key players of Alexei Navalny's, you know, political group, such as his brother, lawyer, things, people like that. Um, This challenge was sparked because Putin made moves, moves to cement his power to keep him in place until 2036. Interesting. (laughs) Moving on, um, China flew 24 war airplanes into Taiwanese airspace when Biden took office. Um, This was a move to intimidate both the United States and Taiwan. Um, You know, there's just been tension between China and Taiwan as China still claims Taiwan as part of its country, but Taiwan still is adamant that it is its own country. Um, And the United States will still ensure that Taiwan can defend itself. Um, So it'll be interesting to see what happens in the coming days. Um, Next, the World Economic Forum, which is where all the world leaders, CEOs, billionaires meet up in this city in in Switzerland and they come and speak to each other about economic policy but this year everything had to be done virtually and you know like this town relies so much on the revenue that is made during the World Economic Forum Um, so this town is quite suffering during this time, but also some of the residents there are actually happy that it has brought some peace to the city. The city is called Davos, I believe. Davos, D-A-V-O-S in Switzerland. It's a ski place. So, yeah, that's all that happened in the world this week. And lastly, we're going to cover what happened this week in the United States. So, First of all, Larry King passed away 
on January 23rd. He was hospitalized for COVID-19, but the reasons of his death is unclear. Um, it was very sad that he had passed away. Next, Biden signed some executive orders into action, and I'm going to list four of them. So one, he wants to redefine immigration, and he wants to create an eight-year path to citizenship. So this will really change and take a different tone from the previous administration who wanted to you know, build a wall and block um, immigrants from coming into the United States. Two, uh, he signed into effect a Buy America pledge where he's going to focus government procurement on U.S. firms so this is th for things such as like raw materials. Um, so that'll be interesting as that kind of echoes what Trump, the Trump administration was trying to do as well with his America First plan. Next, he lifted the transgender restrictions on the military. Um, so the previous administration uh, banned you know, transgenders from enlisting in the military and Biden reversed that ban. And lastly, he is trying to get this moving on replacing Andrew Jackson on the $20 bill with Harriet Tubman. So he's finalizing those plans and attempting to get that $20 bill into circulation. So next, with the Capitol riots and the insurrection that happened at, at Capitol Hill before Biden's inauguration, a hundred were arrested in association with these Capitol riots. And for Biden's cabinet, Janet Yellen was confirmed as the first woman ever to lead the U.S. Treasury. Um, she has a more, as I had stated before, has a more people-driven economic policy. And lastly, on a key battleground state of Ohio, Senator Rob Portman has come out and said that he will not be running again in 2022. So it's going to be interesting to see who replaces him. As you know, Ohio has always been one of those states where um, candidates for the presidency fought for to flip either red or blue. And that is all that I have for you guys for U.S. news. All right, so now we're going to talk about some of the books that I read this week. Didn't get much chance to read many books as I was super busy at work, but it's all good. Um, trying to finish up my book, Never Split the Difference, which is, you know, teaches you about negotiation. Super good book. It's uh, written by this expert FBI negotiator. His name is Chris Voss. I think I spoke to you guys about this in my last episode, but I've really been learning so much about negotiation. And once I finish that book, I'll give you a more clear summary of this book, but I do highly recommend reading this book. Other than that, another book that I started for pleasure is The Inheritance Games. Um, it's written by Jennifer Lynn Bars, Barnes. This book kind of echoes if you've ever seen the movie Knives Out. Um, Chris Evans was on it. Anna de Armas, she was on that movie. 
Um, essentially, it's about this girl who suddenly inherited a billion dollar fortune and this family is trying to figure out why she was chosen to take over this fortune. It's pretty good so far <laughs> that I've read. Um, so these are the two books that I've read this week. Um, other than that, I've subscribed to um, the Scientific American magazine. Really excited to read that. My first magazine for February just came in, and it's talking all about COVID-19 vaccines. So give you guys a little summary next time about what was covered in that magazine. Anyways, as always, thank you so much for listening to my podcast, Tiff Talks. If you have any corrections, opinions, want to send me questions, um, feel free to email me at tifftalkspodcast at gmail.com. Um, but I look forward to just speaking with you guys next week again about the news that's happened. Um, and I will talk to you guys soon. And thank you so much for listening.